Welcome to the CancerMood.com podcast, where music is our passion, our motto, sharing live music experiences. I'm your host, Antonio. Let's roll. Hello again. Welcome back to the ConcertMood.com podcast. As they say that once again in my country, better later than ever. On episode number 32 of the ConcertMood.com podcast, we will talk about the experience we had with Limp Biscuit. Yeah, they are still playing and rocking out loud. Do you think age is an issue for headbanging? No, it isn't. Even if you have gray hair or you look like a dad, you are welcome to a Limp Biscuit show. Well, certainly if you look like a dad, you were listening to them like 20 years ago. Before I start, do not forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and now in TikTok, all our social media at Concert Mood. Pick up that baseball hat, because we are ready to start. Let's go! It was Lollapalooza Day number three. Already half of the festival was already done. Nevertheless, this day was expecting ourselves with nostalgic acts. And one of those was Limp Bizkit. While I was waiting for it, I was just laying on the ground, just sitting back and relaxing, because a couple of more acts were ahead on my day, and I just wanted to be ready for those too. While waiting for the biscuit, was interesting to see how people was walking all the way around into the park with the backwards baseball hat, that red New Year Yankees hat that became emblematic for the look of Fred Doors back in the 2000s. The people kept coming closer to the stage. Probably they were getting ready for the upcoming mosh pit. Yeah, because with the hits that most likely they were going to play at that time, mosh pit was going to be alive. The lead guitarist, Wes Borland, came out to the stage with his black guitar and started playing the initial riff of the song Thieves, a cover from the band Ministry. That riff was repeated over and over and over till Fred Dorsey and company came out to the scenario. And oh surprise, when Fred came to the stage, I was like, who's that guy? No red hat, no t-shirt, no jeans, no shorts. Instead, it was a guy with white hair, an orangish shirt, a brown jacket, and glasses, like 70s glasses. That change of look definitely drove the internet crazy. While the background riff of Thieves continued to be played, Fred Doors started to exchange some phrases and interact with the people. One of his questions was, who's the first time here watching Limp Biscuit? It was quite a number. I didn't do it because this was my second time watching the band. Then he started to jump and the audience started to do the same. It kept going for a while. However, Fred stopped and said, eh, all right, all right. It was good, but I think like 87, 88%. So we had to try it again. You could feel that he was in a very good mood. Thereof, it was going to be a good show. The riff of break stuff started to be heard. While Fred continued making a speech, and this time he mentioned 
Let me be clear. This isn't Woodstock 99. It's just you and me having a party like if it's 99. That brings so many memories. It was a good feeling when they were playing that song. I think it's one of my favorites from the Limp Bizkit discography. It has the punch, it has the energy, it has the anger, basically encloses what Limp Bizkit was representing back in the 2000s. In order to continue the engagement with the fans, more conversation was needed. And why not? A little bit of sarcasm. Fred mentioned, I guess it's time for you to leave. Megan the Stallion is about to start. You could immediately start to listen to the booing and he was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was going to leave and check it out. Indeed, Fred is such an entertainer. The band continued playing hit songs such as Nookie, Rolling and My Generation. Deja vu's all the way. I felt that I was brought back by the end of middle school. Oh, those sweet years when you pretend that you're a rebel but you don't know nothing about the world yet. Or about your GG generation. Then it was cover time. Limbiskit has covered some songs throughout their career. They brought up to the concert Fate, originally performed by George Michael. N nevertheless, Fred cut the song by the middle of its performance. Told Wes, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then he was saying, maybe you guys are not so much into George Michael. Maybe you are more like Tom Cruise guys. In all honesty, I think that they cut the song not because the people was not enjoying it. Was because they had certain time in their set and it's very strict in the festivals. So I think the speaking might have been a little bit longer than the band thought. Then, the easiest way to get on track was by cutting the song in the middle of its performance. When they were playing, take a look around, something really interesting happened. Wes took his guitar and threw it to the fans. Can you imagine? You went to a concert to have a good time and at the end of it, you ended up with a guitar? From the band? Woo! I bet the fight to decide who was going to pick it up was very interesting. The last song of the set was a brand new one called That Vibes. Actually, the band did not perform it. But while saying goodbye to the audience, it was sounding on the background. Now, it made a click to us. Why? Fred Durst came out to the stage with a new look. Looking. Looking cool with his dad vibes. Wow, Limbiscuit. Yeah, Limbiscuit was really on the house. I hope that you enjoyed episode number 32 of the ConcertMood.com podcast. Don't forget to listen to this episode in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and visit ConcertMood.com so you can take a look to our shop and to our prior episodes. I'm your host, Antonio, and... Until next time, bye!